Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, will Oceania back the new FIFA president? Super Rugby returns, and Samoa appoints a new representative to Oceania Rugby. But first, the effects of Cyclone Winston have been heavily felt in Fiji's sporting community. The Fiji Sports Council has closed all of its facilities until further notice, among the 19 venues the council managers are ANZ Stadium, Vodafone Arena, the National Hockey Centre and the Aquatic Centre in Suva, the Wonga Park in Singatoka and the Lautoka Regional Tennis Courts. One sport that has suffered significantly has been football with multiple grounds hit hard. I spoke with the CEO of the Fiji Football Association, Bob Kumar, earlier this week about the initial damage reports. Goblin Park, uh, the structure, the, the pavilions on both sides of the ground has been ripped off. Uh the roofs have fallen off. It's lying in the main ground at the moment, so the, definitely the Bowen Park is out of uh, use now. Churchill Park in Latoka was under construction. That is also out of uh, use. And uh, the Ratuzakambo Park in uh, Sori has uh, also had a severe damages. Uh, the floodlights, etc., have come down as well. So definitely these three grounds uh, will be out of use for, for the next few weeks. I am not too sure of the ground in Lambasa at the moment. And also, I'm not too sure of the ground in Nendi, the Prince Charles Park. INZ Stadium is safe, it's still usable, but we'll have to assess the Prince Charles Park and uh, the Subway Park in Lambasa and get some feedback a little later in the day. Okay, so I mean, so had they been playing domestic matches on those grounds recently? Yes, we have been using, except uh, Churchill Park is under construction, it was not being used, but uh, the Kambau Park in Osori and the Govin Park in Bar have, have been used uh, for. Uh, National League and other domestic uh, tournaments. It was only a year or two ago, wasn't it, that severe flooding uh, affected uh, some of the grounds and had to be changed around for the Oceania Champions League football competition. And but I guess this is, you know, a, a new challenge entirely. This is different uh, challenge entirely. The structural uh, uh, damages uh, will take some time to repair. Do you have any idea in in terms of that repair job and um, you know rebuild? Uh, where where that's going to come from because obviously aid and making sure people are safe and basic uh you know amenities and everything are restored is the primary focus right now but uh you know is that something that Fiji football's going to have to pay for or do you have insurance for that or do you think you might get some help Nasuri town ground is owned by Nasuri town council the municipalities uh, will be responsible for it and similarly the Gobin park we are leasing Gobin park uh, from uh, Bar town council and we will have to see what arrangements can be made on the repairs Okay, and uh, with some of those grounds out of action, is it probably still too early at this point to know how long that might be the case? Exactly, we haven't had an assessment. There was a curfew here for the last two days. We were not able to move out, and now the curfew is lifted, so we have, people will go out and do the assessment and can give us some kind of report. Do you anticipate there would be other grounds um, that, that might be usable, uh, even more you know, basic grounds perhaps in the interim whilst these ones are being repaired, or is that hard to say? It is difficult to say at this stage, bro. we will have to um, 
make an assessment before we make any further comment on this. OK, so was there any domestic league matches played at the weekend just gone or just with everything that's been happening, uh, were they called off? Uh, we have played one match on Friday night at the end of the stadium. The other matches had to be called off on Saturday and Sunday. That's the CEO of the Fiji Football Association, Bob Kumar. Oceania countries are yet to decide who they will back for FIFA president at this weekend's Extraordinary Congress in Zurich. Five candidates are running to replace the suspended Sepp Blatter. The president of the Asian Football Confederation, Selman bin Ibrahim al-Khalifa of Bahrain. FIFA vice president, Prince Ali bin al-Hussein of Jordan. The former FIFA executive, Jerome Champagne of France. Tokyo Sesuale of South Africa. And UEFA General Secretary Gianni Infantino of Switzerland. The president of the Solomon Islands Football Federation, William Lai, says that Oceania members will meet on Thursday in Switzerland, a day ahead of the vote. All five candidates have a vision for, for world football. Of course, some will be different, but some are, have similarities. For Oceania, as a family of Oceania Confederation, most, if not all of the candidates, do have something for us too. So, so in that context... I think we need to consider the personality and the support where, you know, it's a new order, so that's a difference. A lot of the candidates have obviously been busy lobbying and trying to, um, I guess, secure votes from various member countries. I think uh, Prince Ali was in New Zealand uh, in recent months. Gianni Infantino was up in Papua New Guinea. Have any of the candidates spoken to the Solomon Islands Football Federation or visited Solomon Islands or reached out to try and... Uh, I guess, win your support? Nobody has been to the Solomon Islands. When we have a executive meeting in PNG, uh, the Secretary General of UEFA came along and presented his vision for football. I think there was nothing make commitment there. So I think the Oceania family was happy enough to give opportunities to all the candidates to see what they can do for world football. Obviously, a year ago, all Oceania countries, apart from New Zealand, supported Sepp Blatter, who has traditionally received a lot of support in Oceania and invested a lot of money during his presidency in Oceania for development and, and various other things. Um, you know, what, what, what do you, whoever is the winning candidate, what, what do you think, from an Oceania perspective, needs to be done? What, you know, what would help the countries here become more competitive and what's important to countries in this region? I think there will be no big changes in terms of who comes in because there's ongoing programs and policy of FIFA for the last many years. Who comes in, the importance is that they need to see the difference between Australia as a region because we have our own difficulties in terms of the mass travel. You see almost of the, our senior team, we're at the bottom of the FIFA ranking. I mean, there must be a problem there. We need to address so that we have more games, so that we are, we are, we are not done there. So, so I think one of the areas that we are coming to look at, is it the ranking, is, is the way forward, or we get some other assistance so that we can improve as a confederation. So do you anticipate that all of the Oceania countries, once you meet in Switzerland ahead of this Congress, will come to an agreement and vote for one candidate? Or is there a chance, do you think, that there might be a range of candidates um, preferred within Oceania? This is a very good question. 
I, I can't answer you because I think it's important that we stay together because in 1998, I was involved in the election. In fact, we didn't vote for Mr. Blatter. We vote for Mr. Johansson. So in a way, is that somehow, whatever happens, uh, Mr. Blatter came to love Oceania. So, you know, it's politics. So I don't think whoever comes in, even if we don't vote for him, FIFA is about policy, about develop the game in a, in a world stage. So I see not a big problem on whether we stick together or you can vote for others. But, you know, I think, you know, sometimes in politics, if we stick together, maybe we get more. It all depends. Okay, so the Oceania Congress or meeting is on the Thursday and then the full FIFA Congress is on the Friday. Is that right? Yes. I think we have an exact meeting before the five candidates last chance to present to us whether we vote it vote for us a confederation eleven vote together or we're gonna split it's a democracy so any any country can can just vote to what they believe in in the new FIFA president. Do you um there's obviously five candidates. I mean are there any that in your mind you think are very unlikely or have you got it down to two or three or are you still pretty open to, to anyone depending on you know, what their final pitch is and, and how they present themselves? Well, in PNG, I spoke my mind because I was involved in 1998 uh, election. What I told our exec members, I said, I think personally, I want to be put my ballot. I wish and hope that we will put the, whoever we vote will become the next FIFA president. Maybe this time around. That's the president of the Solomon Islands Football Federation, William Lai. Super Rugby returns this weekend with three new teams, a new conference system and a host of new faces. Flying Fijian's first five, Ben Volavola, is a fresh face at the Crusaders this season after making the move across the Tasman from the Waratahs in a bid to fill the vacancy left at first five by Daniel Carter. The 25-year-old says he's fitted in well to his new environment. I feel pretty comfortable and excited at the same time. Just looking forward to the season starting uh, this Saturday night against uh, the Chiefs. Oh, I was lucky enough to be in such a good group at the Waratahs and it's so similar here. We've got such a good good group that get along with each other and the chemistry is coming together really well. So um, a lot of similarities. Yeah, and I guess obviously, uh, you know, you had Daryl Gibson uh, at uh, the Waratahs who was a long time at the Crusaders and of course uh, you've got uh, your international teammate Namani uh, Nandolo at the Crusaders as well. So I guess there's a few links here as well. So you weren't in for a complete surprise at either end? That's right. It was good to coming to a new environment but no people here with Tabai being here as well was uh it was easy to settle in and just concentrate on my work and uh, I guess there's uh, a big challenge for the Crusaders team this season starting this weekend uh you know obviously with a number of experienced players that have left the organization uh, some pretty big names including in that 10 jersey that you'll be hoping to uh fill as often as possible so uh a new frontier a new sort of uh era for the Crusaders franchise we're trying to sort of start our own legacy and a um with a good start this season, obviously, to go all the way. But at the same time, we're just concentrating on ourselves and trying to build and improve each other. So hopefully things go our way. Obviously, a lot of responsibility in that 10 jersey for whoever gets it. There's yourself, there's Marty McKenzie and Richie Moanga that would all have uh, hopes of maybe filling that role. Uh, you know, Do you back yourself to get that jersey? And what's that competition like between the three of you? Oh, it's been really good. It's been a really healthy relationship, not just on the field, but off the field as well. And um, that's exactly the chemistry that I'm talking about. It's because we're mates off the field and we get along really well. It just works on the field as well. And uh, I think if 
one of us gets gets that opportunity, we're quietly confident within ourselves to, to do the job. Obviously, it's an important role on the field and directing the team. Uh, you had a good experience at the World Cup with Fiji last year, uh, you know, playing in some massive matches there uh, for the Flying Fijians. What has that experience taught you in, in, as you uh, go forward in your career? No, it's just a massive eye-opener, and I think as a player, I've matured a lot thanks to that campaign, and it helped me build and grow as a player, and little things that I, I didn't really understand or or took lightly, I do take seriously now, and I was just really thankful for that campaign. Is there anything uh, different, and just with some new personnel like yourself that have come into the squad, is there any changes or that we can expect in the way that you know the, the Crusaders operate this year on the field and the way they look to play the game? I don't think so. I think we're really trying to pride ourselves in the physicality way, um, part of the game, and but at the same time, pride ourselves on our skills attacking, attacking wise as well. So, I think the past. Crusaders teams, you saw a lot of that, where they they prided themselves on when it came to the physical part of the game, and when they did have a chance to attack, they they backed themselves really well. So hopefully that'll be us this year, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. And uh, just quickly, there are a few Fijian boys, of course, in that Crusaders lineup. Uh, Johnny uh, Mathalai as well. Um, uh, do you expect to be available for the tri series in the middle of the year? Uh, well, right now I'm just really concentrating on the campaign with, with the Crusaders and if that opportunity comes then I'll be grateful and uh, and blessed but right now just concentrating on this campaign and if I do well then hopefully get an opportunity for, uh, for the Fiji inside. That's the Crusaders and Fiji first five, Ben Volavola. The Samoa Rugby Union has appointed Matafeo George Latu as its new representative to Oceania Rugby replacing Lefar Harry Schuster. The SIU chair and Prime Minister Tuilepa Salele Malialinga Oi says the union has made necessary changes over the past 12 months and now they are putting forward new faces to lead Samoa's representation at the highest level. Matafeo, who is currently the secretary of the Samoa Rugby Union, is a lawyer and played test rugby for both Samoa and Tonga. In terms of what do I bring to this job, well, look, I'm a, I'm a practitioner, a law practitioner. I have some experience in rugby administration and obviously... It's a change. I bring fresh blood, I suppose, to, to the board and, and some passion. And so I'm looking and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, to this change. It's no secret that Samoa Rugby is going through some changes. You know, we've had some issues in relation to the administration of the union uh, in, in, the, in the last couple of years. But we're going through this process of, you know, uh, of reform. And we've appointed a key personnel to the union administration. We've got a new CEO. We're just going through this process, and I suppose uh, my appointment is also part of that process. I suppose one, one major issue which is um, very important for us is representation at the World Rugby Council, which you're probably aware and now has been open to Fiji, Tonga, and Samoa. So that'll be one of my main uh, aims is to make sure we secure that seat and do it soon. There are conditions that come with those. It's up to the separate unions themselves to make sure that they secure those seats. Meantime, they will be represented at World Rugby by Oce- the Oceania Rep, currently held by Harry Schuster until April when, when Oceania Rugby uh, meets. You know, you've probably obviously heard of the, the conditions that come with those as uh, governance issues that uh, are required to be resolved. Uh, so those those will be the you know personal responsibilities of, of the separate unions themselves. In terms of those governance issues, you touched on obviously the change that's been happening with the SAU over the past year or more and a lot of key new personnel um you know in this time there has been a lot of critics obviously of 
you know, what had happened in the past and, and maybe some of the changes. A lot of ex-players had been quite heavily critical of some individuals, including uh, Mr Schuster there, who you are taking over as the... Uh, taking over from as the SRU representative. Um, are you confident that you will be on the same page with a lot of the current playing personnel or, or some of the former players? Do you feel that you have a good relationship with them or do you understand some of the concerns that they had with Mr Schuster or, or I guess, some of the previous administration? It's no secret what, what, what those issues are. I think they're, they're out in the public. Uh, those issues were raised. I, w- I prefer to look forward. I, I, I don't want to look back at what's happened. My aim, as I've said, is through our reforms, to make sure that uh, you know what needs to be, be be fixed at the unit is fixed, and if that includes uh, fixing relations with the players, of course they're they're part of of Samoan rugby, and if, if relations need to be fixed, and in fact we're you know we're already on the way. You know we're, 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 the union has been talking to the Pacific Island Players Association, so we're, we've been uh, having talks with, with that association, which acts on behalf of all the players. We're on the way there, so. I'd be very happy to continue working with the Players Association as a means to as a means to fix any 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 problems that we have. Of course, I'd be very happy to do that. Yeah, and I guess of course there was that historic uh, agreement between the SAU and the players uh, last year as well, which I guess was a a big step forward as well. Um, so just, of course, yes. So so, so just finally, uh, George, uh, obviously with your appointment, uh, a four year term. So, so so looking forward, I mean, what? What would you hope to achieve uh, over these next four years uh, in terms of advocating for Samoa on the Oceania and, and I guess, wider rugby stage? Obviously, there are all these changes and reforms being put in place, but, uh, you know, in four years' time from now, what, what would you like to be able to look back on? You know, what, what happened at uh, World Cup, I mean, there's big disappointment in terms of the performances of the Pacific Island nations, probably apart from Fiji, who I think did really well, given the circumstances. So I think uh, in terms of an administrator, you'd be looking at trying to improve the performances of, of your individual teams. And certainly that's one thing I'd like to see Samoa, you know, do is, is to improve its performances at World Cup. So, I mean, that, that that's something I'd like to see happen in the next four years. But again, you know, I've, I've mentioned that uh, in terms of, of Samoa's own, own case, we're going through this uh, change and reform uh, transition period, which is exciting in a way because, you know, it's a, uh, Change is good, um, and, and hopefully, you know, when you ask me in the four years, I can say to you, look, uh, it's been successful. Uh, the, the changes have been successful, and that hopefully translates onto good results on the field. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's all I can hope for. That is Samoa's new representative to Oceania Rugby, Matafeo George Latu. And before we go, the Fijiana women's sevens team have finished in sixth place in the latest round of the World Series in Sao Paulo in Brazil after losing the plate final. They are seventh in the overall standings after two rounds. And that is the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.